Coming up next on Do You Remember? Prolific, legendary, revolutionary, and cultural voice of a generation. These are not the words to describe the life of Jackie Jackie Johnson Jr. Yeah, I've known Jackie Jackie my whole life. He always been a little different, you know? Always marched to the beat of his own drum. <laughs> Shit, I remember when the money started rolling in, he hired a nigga from a local band to play the drum behind him while he marched down the damn street. Listen, girl. I always loved his music. You know what you did was wrong. I remember when I was younger. The song come on the radio and mama and get up and start dancing, cooking and cleaning the house. And daddy come home from the fields and we all start dancing together, having a good time. I always get nostalgic when I, when I hear his music tear up a little bit. I always loved it. Jackie, Jackie. Oh no, that nigga was terrible. I thought you were talking about James Brown. We explore his brief stints with different musical acts of the time. I vividly remember when when Jackie Jackie would would audition with, with some of the greats of the time. Like like I remember he auditioned for the Temptations, the Four Tops, Smokey Robinsons, Percy Mirrors, Tyrone Davis. Theodas Etley, and the, the list just went on and on, but it's like, they would like him, they would even bring him on, but he just wouldn't last long, and it's like, I will always remember him saying after each let go, that I'm way more talented than all these niggas, fuck them. Married and Divorce, a record of 10 times, we will also explore his relationships with various starlets of his era. And when I say starlets, I mean high-priced harlots. Jackie, Jackie, Lord have mercy. He loved the ladies. That's why he was married so many damn times. Hell, I think I was wife number six. Shit, I was in wife number seven's wedding as a as a bridesmaid. But damn, it was a, it was a beautiful ceremony. But unfortunately, it didn't go past the reception. I told that poor greedy little girl, don't take food off his plate without asking. <sighs> she did that, and Jackie, whoo, Lord, shy, he threw a fit and cussed that poor girl out for three hours straight, baby. Man, I don't remember much he said, but it was just one thing he kept saying over and over again. It was like, I, I, I ain't the one or the two you're through. Lord have mercy. I ain't the one or the two you're through. Later became his highest charting single of his career. A man once described by friends and close loved ones as prideful, spiteful, and petty, against all odds, with some determination, and a shitload of dumb luck, and heroin, somehow, he made it. Do you remember the life and times of Jackie, Jackie Johnson Jr.? I did a 30-minute rendition of the national anthem, boy. I sainted. I sainted with my own eyes. I sainted. Boy, we was there for about, about an hour, about 45 minutes. 
Get crazy. Coming next week on TV One. talk about it on the listener review episode that allegedly we're going to do at the end of the year. And you can also send us a uh, email with inquiries. You can uh, email us at CodyPod2977 at gmail.com because CodyPod at gmail.com was already taken. Those bastards. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can also follow us on Instagram at childrenoftheinternet.exe because this podcast is executable. Yeah, we one of them things you download from LimeWire. It's like the, uh, what's the song that was out during that time when LimeWire was still popping? Um, uh, Pump It Up. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> hypothetically, if you were downloading pumpitup.exe on LimeWire, you would have a virus by now. Yep. So if you forgot what Pump It Up sounded like, Mike just gave you a little taste of it. You're welcome. Yep. So we appreciate y'all listening and your support as always. We would appreciate it if you uh, marched down to Apple slash iTunes and went ahead and gave us a five-star review along with some feedback for the show, something to shoot the boys, you know. The boys are back in town. Hey, man, every little bit helps, man. Hey, we're only this good because of you listeners. We thank you ever so much. We are who we are because y'all are who y'all are. So we really appreciate it. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, we kick this show off with, we always start on a positive note, regardless, right? So we're going to start on a positive note before we get down to the nitty-gritty of this episode. So we're going to start off with a little thing that I like to call, we see you. (laughs) (laughs) You ever, like one of those, um, you ever seen one of those like common TV tropes where it's like they're, uh, it's like. We're so in tune, we can finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah, see? So there you go. So that's where we're at at this point. But we appreciate y'all listening, and 
Mike, as always, you start off. You start off the uh, we see yous, or as I wrote down in my notebook for some reason, WSYJs. I don't know why you said the SJWs. I don't know, but are you reading the Wall Street Journal while you was jotting down your notes, sir? The WSY. Which does not roll off the tongue uh, at it all. It doesn't. It doesn't. We got to come up with a very shortened term of we see you. Dub, S, dubs, dubs. We're going to keep working. You know what, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Go and start your, go and start your, your receipts. <laughs> Let's see. In the land of uh, beautiful black people, what do I have here in my notes? Um, of course, the ladies first. Miss Pinky Cole. Uh, some of our listeners may know her for being the owner of Slutty Vegan in the great city of Atlanta. Wait, Slutty Vegan. Run that back. Slutty Vegan. Mike, you would not talk about her like that. I am not talking about her like that. Listen, if she can be a vegan all she wants to, but what she prefers <laughs> sexually, she, I prefer... I'm not going to say what you're saying, Mike. I'm going to say sexually... It's the brand name. I'm going to say sexually... She took the word back. She sexually took, liberated she took, vegan. She took the word back. She is empowering it now. So, hey, if it's her brand. Anyway. You're sexist. <laughs> sexually liberated vegan. <laughs> anyway, her and a fellow Clark Atlanta University alumnus decided to follow in the footsteps of OG Robert Johnson and decided to help pay off the balances of roughly... 30 students at Clark Atlanta. Oh, excuse me, 30 seniors at Clark Atlanta. And, yeah, what a great way to continue on in the name of black excellence of giving back to our seniors, making sure they're starting, they're, once they graduate, starting off on the right foot as far as financial freedom because what's yes. more important than financial freedom. So shout out to them, too, for being great out here. And also shout out, shout out to Frat, who did that earlier this year at Morehouse. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 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 I forgot about that, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Let's see. What else we got here? Um... Of course, keeping inside the family, my HBCU family, uh, South Carolina State University's own, my near and dear friend, Miss Ashley Graham. Let me do a quick little uh, bio on her. From Sumter, South Carolina, she was a former Miss Black and Gold, former Miss SCSU. She graduated with a bachelor's in physics and also a master's in uh, transportation. She's a proud member of the Alpha Xi chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, okay. and uh, she, right now she currently holds a role in the Senior Health Physics uh, Specialist at Dominion Energy, formerly uh, SEENG. Um, I say all that to say is that uh, recently she was recognized in the Columbia Business Monthly's uh, 2019 editions, the best and brightest under 35. Nice. Yeah, so it doesn't I, just... Every time you do your uh, your intros like that, mm-hmm. and you talk about somebody in particular, I just feel like they're about to walk in. I'm uh, getting my MC and skills up though. But no, I just hey, man. Sh- hey. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, it's gonna come in handy later. Put on your resume, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. But no, like I said, near and dear friend out here doing great out here. She is just knocking it dead. And shout out to her. Uh, hope to see you at homecoming um next week. Um Let's see. And to round everything off, um, I know we might have spoken on him a couple episodes uh, ago, but still just want to keep showing him some love. Mr. Delane Purnell. Uh, yeah. 27-year-old Detroit native, uh, founder CEO, CEO of Play VS. It's the e- excuse me, esports startup that aims to help create 
uh, officially sanctioned video game leagues in high schools across the country. More so recently, um, after a nice round of fundraising, um, series seed fundraising, he was able to raise about $15 million in uh, capital, which brings him to roughly $96 million altogether. And from what I was just researching was that he has some impressive startup, excuse me, impressive partnerships uh, through his startup, whether it be with the National Federation of State High School Associations, which is basically like the NCAA for high schools, the NEA, the, let's see, the Elysian uh, Park, he actually got some partnerships with uh, Diddy and also with uh, Twitch founder Kevin Lin. And also he's done uh, some different partnerships with a couple of game publishers, which uh, I think one, well, two of which, uh, Rocket League and League of Legends, and just helping to make it more uh, compatible for the uh, high school teams. So Shout out to League of Legends, bro. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man, just continue being out here, being yeah. great. I speak health, wealth, and success in all of your futures and all that other dope stuff. So. Absolutely. You know what's dope? What's uh, I actually got a chance to see him speak at uh, Afrotech last year. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Oh. Yeah. So, shout out to all of them. <laughs> yeah. I can dig it. <laughs> I can dig it. So, let me get my W, SJWs, <laughs> LGBTQs out <laughs> Word. Take your time. Take your time, Pastor. Take so, your time. So, I'm going to start off with the homie, uh, Mr. Price of the Night, since I ain't going to dox him on this podcast, but homie um, who actually vlogs, does videography, based out of Borough Beach, South Carolina. Um... Price of Night on YouTube, Price of Night on IG. Does some amazing vlogging stuff. Does some amazing stuff with uh with camera work, you know. Hilarious dude. So if y'all like us, y'all would love him. Fellow content creator. He creates shit and stuff. So you gotta always appreciate that. I'm about to say that's his tagline. Uh I, I feel like at some point it used to be, but it should. If it's not, it should. <laughs> I don't know if I made that up or not, but if it's not, it should. Gotcha. Yeah. So Shout out to Price tonight. Make sure y'all follow him on YouTube. Check out his videos. It's actually a, video, a very embarrassing video of me camping on there. So <laughs> check that out whenever you get the opportunity. Hey Amen. But you made it up that mountain, though. Absolutely. I made up that fucking mountain. <laughs> Metaphorically <laughs> and in reality. <laughs> so, yeah. And I also want to give a shout out, a quick shout out to Carl Phillips. If you're from Charleston and you're in the tech and you're black, you know who Carl Phillips is. Carl Phillips is like the biggest mover and shaker when it comes to the intersectionality between design and development, design and, and engineering that you can get. Um, he's pretty much like the head of the the RevolveCon, head of SyntaxCon, um, both of which involve web development and UX and UI design and how it all intersects and it gives us opportunity to check all that stuff out as well as network with other design and development professionals. So that's always beautiful and it's beautiful that it is a black man that's kicking it off. <laughs> so that is always beautiful. So shout out to Carl, shout out to Josh, aka Price of the Night, and y'all shout out to y'all for doing excellence and shout out to all the Mike's people as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like always, keep uh, keep pissing these white folk off. Please, please, keep being great out here. Keep giving them a reason to be mad. And hey, man, because I heard that uh, white tears uh, adds 10 years to your life. Yep. 
Mike is racist. <laughs> Shut up. Do, do you believe that whole uh, black people can't be racist thing? Uh, no, because who are we oppressing? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And also, our next segment <laughs> is a little segment. We do it just for y'all, you know. We do we do the 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 WSJYWs or we see yous as we like to call it. We don't get it together. We do that for you know for our people, you know. We do that so they can get some recognition, you know. So the one person that listens to this podcast and be like, you know what? I'm glad it's some black side. Because if we just reach one person, just one, just one, just one, it's enough for us. We we've succeeded, you know. If we can just reach one person. We've kind of done good. If we could all just reach back and grab one. Just just look back. Never mind. That could be the tagline for, for so many things. Just, if we could just all just reach back and grab one. Sounds like the next. That could be the NRA. That could be the our finally the National Association of when we finally Escorts. Create, I'm about to say, when we finally create our own porn studios, our if, first movie. If we could all just reach back and grab one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Please book us. Yeah. <laughs> but our next segment is, is for y'all, man. It's for so y'all can be woke out here. So y'all can be privy to what y'all need to be privy of. And I, you know, again, I'll let Mike kick this thing off, man. Thank you. Mike, thank you. you were here first. Thank you, thank it's you. It's your world. I just live in it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So uh if you, whenever you're ready, Mike, uh, I'm gonna kick that thing off. Kick, and, uh, can I kick it? I don't know. Can you kick it? Yes, I can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I try. (laughs) Anyway, all right. So for this one, um, I don't know. I could just be talking to myself, but mm, hopefully it applies to somebody. Um, Running around with the windows down does not help improve fuel economy or efficiency in any shape, form, or fashion. Uh, Please uh, forgive that person that ever told you that ever growing up. Maybe it would be your parents, uh, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, little brother, big brother, little big sister, whatever. They're just completely lying to you. They have no idea what the hell they're talking about. I mean, maybe to a certain degree it may help, but it's pretty much no different than just riding around with your AC on and whatever. Hell, from the research that I've done, uh, if you want to try to save money, especially on a nice summer day, even though we're past our summer days, though, but either way, you can save this for next summer or spring. Um, if you're trying to save money, you might as well just roll the windows up and just cut the AC off altogether and just ride around in a hot car. And then maybe you can start saving some money. But beyond that, just say you just like riding around with your windows down, with your arm out, doing the whole wave action, and you just like the way the wind blows through your fingers or through your hair. Don't just say you're trying to do it just to save on gas. That's now stupid, and I, I'm calling it now. So, yeah, don't do that shit no more. Um, let's see what else. Uh, also, stop saying the, uh, the night is young to do something. It makes you sound like a pedophile. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, all right. <laughs> just just right off the bat. Yeah, just had to go there. I'm sorry. All right. Actually, yeah. I'm not sorry. All right, so I'm teach y'all boys how to become hacker men today. There you go. Ready? All right. Get your, get your pencils ready. All right. So I got a few things for y'all. So the first thing is, right? Let's say you're you forget a Wi-Fi password, but you already have a computer that's connected to that Wi-Fi, but you just don't know how to get on how to like get the password, right? 
So what you want to do is and make sure your FBI agent ain't listening right now. Right? What you're going to want to do is open up the command console, right? And then on the command line, so I need y'all to type. And this need to be the command console of the computer that's already connected to the Wi-Fi. So listen to it. Listen. Give, give him a second. We, listen, listen. I mean, while well, your laptop listen, is already up, niggas, go ahead. Come just, on. Hurry up. Hurry up. Damn, hurry up. All right. So, so y'all need to type in N-E-T-S-H space W-L-A-N space show space profile space Wi-Fi hyphen name space key equals clear y'all gonna thank me later mm. right mm. welcome to the ASMR <laughs> alright but thank me later on that so um, also so one of the most annoying things when you're like logging into a website um, especially if you're logging in with your Google credentials right mm-hmm. any website right and you always get that. What's the annoying thing you always get, Mike? Mm, like a uh, password not accepted. No, 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 no. Because you're logging in with your Google. Oh, 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 oh. So what's the most annoying thing you always get? Um, some random bullshit. All right. So to be more specific, <laughs> you get a capture request, and the capture is usually like, "Hey, prove to me that you're not a robot." That's basically literally a robot is asking you to prove that you're not a robot. Mm. Oh, right? Yeah, that. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. So then they ask you, like, oh, click this box. And then after you click the box, they still send you through a capture where, like, yo, hurry up and identify if this is a stop sign or not. Time is of the essence. Right? Mm-hmm. You can actually skip all that bullshit. So instead of clicking the box one time, which is what a robot would do, you want to click on it and long press. Right? Long press, then release, and you'll skip the entire check, click all the storefronts, click all the stop signs thing, right? And you'll get right into the uh, your respective message board, allhiphop.com or Ooh. Yeah Univers- Kanye University, <laughs> <laughs> or Kanye to the, my bad, nobody used Kanye University, Kanye to the, or Something. This is 50. Yeah, yeah. Boxed in slum. Yeah. 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 So... Gaia Online, <laughs> Neopets, whatever your respective web forum is these days, you'll get right into it and skip the whole capture. So I hope that was enough coffee for y'all. I hope that's keeping y'all woke. I know sometimes these, these, this, these keeping y'all woke are just end up turning to like just tips. But yeah, that's how you, I mean, isn't that really what? Anybody's trying to keep you woke is doing exactly. It's, it's giving you tips, right? Just viable little life hacks, right? So, the, like the guys in the the guys you run into, and they're like you're trying to keep you woke. Like the barbershop guys kind of keep you woke. It's like the earth is flat, brother. It says it in the Bible. It's like, like yeah, those are tips. They're trying to, you know, yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. we're just like those guys, but just slightly more informed. Just a, mm-hmm. just a smidge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just by hair. They know more about what we're talking about. Like, comparison, <laughs> comparison, they know more about what they're talking about than we know what we're talking about. That's right. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But dare I say we sound more, co- well, no, we don't sound more confident because we're not shouting at each other by comparison. Uh, we can, oh, oh, this can be the niggas yelling podcast <laughs> real fast. <laughs> yeah, especially if we start talking about some sports. Oh, yeah. Sports, 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 sports. 
Yeah. So, yeah, so that wraps up coffee. Um, we can put our coffee cups away. Close down the coffee shop. Shop is now closed. Yeah, man. So, Mike, what's your uh, what's your opinion of the uh, Me Too movement? Um, needed, necessary, because, hell, there was some scumbags out here, and they did a lot of stuff in the dark, mm-hmm. unfortunately. But fortunately, okay. it's finally come to light. Yeah. And justice needs to be served in some shape, form, or fashion. And what better fashion than your social Serving medias? That shit up. Exactly. Serving on your, that on shit your social up. medias. Yeah. Yeah. That's so lit. Yeah. The 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 Me Too movement. You know what I mean? Like who would have known that when men created the internet, <laughs> those same men. It's like, oh, we're gonna use this to Transport some files from uh, who, who made the internet originally? It wasn't Al Gore. Was it Hello Al Gore? Oh, yeah, yeah Al Gore. So yeah. when Al Gore originally made the internet, it was like, all right, we're gonna use this and eventually save the world through global warming and whatnot. I mean, by preventing global warming and whatnot. It's true. Appreciate you, Al Gore. But then it was like, what happened? Some odd, what? Thirty, not even thirty years later. The internet uses a device to take down the patriarchal, uh, 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 the big swinging dick of patriarchy <laughs> in society. <laughs> so that's 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 kind of lit. That's kind of lit. I don't know how the Me Too movement started per se. I don't know who. You remember who started it? Uh, please. Please forgive me if I'm saying this name wrong. Uh, Miss Tarana Burke. Oh, that sounds wrong. Uh, it's probably Tarana. Tarana. Sorry, I'm, that's probably wrong too. Either way, black okay. woman. Black woman started Ooh, back what, in hey, 2006. Like everything, black women started it. Black here we go. Black, black here women go. here to save the day. Black women here to save the day again. I don't know, man. Sometimes I do feel like that. Like sometimes, like nah, there's no bullshit. I feel like every time someone starts getting fucked up, black women just gonna come out of nowhere. It's like. <sighs> Move, 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 go on, go on. I got it, I got it, I got it. Let me put my shoes on. <laughs> and then once it's all dead, said and done. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me know. Like, what's that? Uh, what's the lady name from Vi- 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 Viola Davis? Yeah. You ever seen that gif of Viola? Yeah, yeah. Getting ready to go to the meeting. Oh, you tired of being in the meeting? And GIF yeah. of Viola Davis. <laughs> and she would pick up a person and walk away. Exactly. I think that's how it be when we try to turn around. It's like, see, this is how much we need our black queens in our life. We appreciate you so much, black women. We never betray you again. Viola Davis, GIF is like, be like, no, no, baby, 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 where you going? Baby, baby, come on, baby. See, see, this is why y'all bitches don't get to respect. Byron said I didn't say. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm a feminist. No, yeah, word. Yeah, everybody should be. A I, I love my mama too. All men should be a feminist. See, you're <laughs> sexist, Mike. <laughs> sexist. You only love women. You only love and respect women when they're connected to you. When they're connected to a man. I'm just saying. I, nah, I love my mama. You should love your mama. I love my mama too. She she fixed me grits and eggs in the morning. I ain't got nothing to do with feminism. Oh, damn. Yeah. I just want that was a true definition. Loving your mama? No, getting grits and eggs in the morning by a woman. Wow. Oh, damn. Yeah, Mike, you're trash.
Damn. Uh, well, that's the end of this podcast. <laughs> Appreciate y'all listening. It's the worst podcast ever, y'all. We out. <laughs> We're only here for the views. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, the clicks and the yeah. listens. That's what the hell is that? My brother got this from uh, Guantanamo. Why is that with you? I meant to put this on my desk. That was Remember, I was on the move. Yo, Mike just took a life-size quarter out of his pocket and put it on the counter. I'm like... What fucking Mario coins is there? <laughs> I legit forgot I had it in my pocket. Sonic rings in his pocket and shit. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, that's not what feminism means, Mike. Uh, what is feminism, sir? It's just believing that women, need, women deserve equal rights and opportunity in society. Oh, that sounds simple. What's wrong with that? Why is everybody in such an uproar about that? It's because men like you, Mike. Uh, like me? Yeah, that don't care about women. What? And think they need to be in the kitchen making bacon and eggs, I whatever said, the hell you say. Grits and eggs, thank you. <sighs> a little kosher salt. That's just trash. A little sesame. Yeah. I don't know, man. Men got to stop being trash, though. I feel you. We got to stop. Like, it's so weird. Like, we, we, uh, we like, yo. We need to be the head of society and the head of the household. But then, like, when you like the head of something, you're supposed to be the one held responsible. But mm-hmm. then when you try to hold men responsible, it's like, we can't be held responsible for that shit. We the real victim. <laughs> <laughs> remember that uh, Gillette commercial? Mm-hmm. You remember it? Uh, hold on, which one? The one that was, like, calling men out for toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah, remember. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, so many men were fucking... Hot about that shit. They were, yo, they were. I don't know the best word to describe it, but they were fucking hot. Red hot, yeah. 38 special hot. So I'm never, never using Gillette again. I'm never using that. Even though <laughs> this is disgusting. Not all, man. Not me, no. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm-mm. the the commercial was about holding other men responsible. <laughs> like, the commercial, didn't, it didn't, like, display all men doing, you know, toxic shit. It was like, yo, we got to hold these niggas responsible. Oh, so yeah. it was like the old saying, a hit dog will holler? Yeah, and that's basically what happened. Oh, all right. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I saw the commercial, I didn't get pissed off at all. I was like, you know what? There are some times when I be letting that shit happen. But, see, that's the trash thing about men, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I'm not gonna go on the whole thing. If you'd have caught me a couple of years ago, I would definitely agree with like the all men are trash thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily believe that. But I do believe that most, if not a lot, right? Because I feel like we all get put in situations where it's like you got like annoying ass like boy that's with you, like your boy is with you, mm-hmm. and he's doing something that's definitely problematic. Either problematic. Literal sexual harassment, or just like plain More, like, morally questionable. Yeah, and it's like now I gotta either cut you off or g check you, or do nothing. Like oh. a lot of men say, they're just complicit in it. So it's like, oh, well, then, and then yeah, you just yeah. sitting there like, that's the biggie. Your boys over there is like, yo, hey, yo, damn, you like some chocolate? I'm gonna call you chocolate girl. <laughs> damn, I'm trying to eat some tonight. I'm trying to beat the goddamn cooking muscle good, girl. Hey. I'm like, Hey, what was it? Uh, hey, nice legs. What time they open? And then, like, you just said, ha, 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 ha. It's like, damn, 
wish I was with my girlfriend. Like, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I knew I should have fucking stayed at home with her. And meanwhile, your boy's yelling like weird shit across the street. Yo, let's do some math, huh? Let's 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 add the bed, subtract the clothes, divide the leg, girl. We good. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no front. We it's all can't get none. <laughs> Kids here and they drinking beer, <laughs> <laughs> but that's literally how it is, though, man. That so I think that's the weird part, like that you never hear men like talking about shit like that. Yeah, yeah. It's like they'll talk all day about like women, women ain't shit, women this and that, but they'll never talk about that like these shitty homeboys that are just out there doing like crazy sexual harassment shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the scary part, man. Mm-hmm. We gotta. But that's why I appreciate like the Me Too movement because mm-hmm. it's like it was like a global call out for every man to get on his shit. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But cool. I mean, did every man? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> no. have, 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 no. we, have we gotten better with that? Or I think better? No, nah, I think so. It wasn't necessary to get better, but like you know, to like be more aware. And I think we're definitely more aware. I mean, I mean, speaking for myself, yeah, definitely, I can say so. I mean, of course, you 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 have no choice but to sit there and reevaluate things that you've done in your life that you might not have thought of wasn't so much of a big deal. But when you really sit and think about it, and you may hear some stories about it, not saying it's on some extreme case, even more lighter offense, you're like, oh yeah, I did do that. Oh damn, that was kind of foul. Shit, I mm, let me try to get right with that or if at the very least try to atone for that in some shape form or fashion because what better way to show growth is forgiveness or at least asking for forgiveness i mean hopefully that may work out to your favor but so so i have a different opinion about that Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's necessarily the route per se because there's nothing worse than like let's say there let's say there was a woman you wronged in your life Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's nothing worse than her than for you to pop back up. <laughs> trying to get forgiveness. Like, I think you should just become a better person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just do that. Don't don't try to, like, pop back up. Like, hey, yo, I'm a better man now. Or, like, you come up with that bullshit and it's like, yo, if I made you feel uncomfortable, like, no, you did. Yeah, yeah, what I'm saying. <laughs> if I did, <laughs> like, no, you did. Listen. I'm sorry that I made you feel like I did something wrong. Like, I'm sorry you feel that way. It's like, do, do you know what you did wrong? Nah, but I, I, I think I did something wrong. If I did do something, what well, you did, well, if I did, if I did do something that may have offended you in the past, or if I was ever inappropriate with you, I just want you to know I'm sorry. Nah. Yeah. So I think you should leave her the fuck alone. Because <laughs> nine times out of ten, you definitely did do something fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely, that definitely happened. But you should leave her the fuck alone. That's true. And you should just focus on being a better person for the future. Yeah. Yeah. I um, think that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So you should look back and like, damn, I did something fucked up. And I'm just not realizing it. Because of this Me Too movement. So then you take that and you apply it to the rest of your life. <laughs> you can't change the past. It already happened. Exactly. Yeah. Because most importantly, because nobody ever wants to get canceled because, you know, canceling, that's, 
That's forever. That's that stays on your permanent life record that you got canceled. What is canceled? Uh, let's see. To end, to stop, to halt, with no result. Oh, I can't say no result, but yeah, just to stop. Yeah, so I don't believe in canceling because it don't happen. I can't think of one person that got canceled. What? What? what like, what about your your Weinstein's and R. Kelly's? Canceled. And, and Kevin's and. So. What did he stop? What did what did uh Kevin Hart or Weinstein or who's the other person you said? Uh, Ar- Robert Kelly. What, so, so what stopped? Um, hmm. I guess people stopped watching Kill Bill nope. and Watch Laugh at My Pain mm-hmm. and nope. Still Stepping, No More Stepping in the Name of Love. Maybe sorta, kinda. Somebody paid a hundred thousand dollars to bail him out of jail. Dumbass. So. <laughs> Hold on, sidebar. <laughs> I don't think anybody got canceled, Mike. <laughs> Hold on. Is it possible to get a refund on a bond? I don't think so. But yeah, because hey, any of our listeners that are uh, bail bonds, <laughs> <laughs> send us a text message or leave us a voicemail at eight four three four one zero. Remember the rest of the, the number, Mike? Uh, Cody, probably. I don't know. No. <laughs> leave us a leave us a text message or voicemail at eight four three four one zero eighty five thirty one. The lines are hot. Red hot. Yeah. 38 special. But yeah, I, I thought that was just weird. Because I was like, damn, she wants $100,000 back? You can do that on a bond? All right. I just learned something. But anyway. Yeah, nah. So I don't I don't think so. Um, I would Google it with my information square right here. But you know what? Let's, let's just I'll go. probably never have to use that information ever <laughs> again. <so. laughs> well, hope not. Yeah. Yeah. So... But yeah, so nobody gets canceled, Mike. I can't think of one person that got canceled. Hmm. But, I mean, people keep using it. Apparently, like, the shit works. So why is it still a thing? Like, why? It, I mean, it feels like it's gonna, it may get to the point that I may see that being canceled may be like it's a badge of honor versus supposed to be like a stain on your record. I mean, again, I think canceling, like, when people are quote-unquote canceled, I think it's just words. It's shit people say, but it's not. You know, nobody gets canceled. Mm. Like, I can't think of, like, not one person. Out of all the people that we quote-unquote cancel, and when I say we, I mean the collective we, not we as black people or anything. But we. Like, I can't think of one person that got actually canceled. No, Louis C.K., because, no, he's still touring out here. I mean, he may get the occasional fuck you from somebody. Yeah, he took a break. I thought when something's canceled, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's not. Go- he ain't gone. Mm-hmm. He's still around. Still making money, still touring. Selling out shows. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, for that being said, do you think that, do you think the word uh, canceled holds the same validity as when people say words like classic or legend and shit like that? I don't think it goes that way. I think people believe they really are canceling these folks when something happens. So I think something's just happening as a result, but they're not actually getting canceled. So let's say if, well, I don't know. I don't even think it's like anybody actually doing anything. You know? Like, so think about it. Think of somebody that you just mentioned, somebody, Louis K. What did he do? Uh, Pretty much was jerking off in front of women. Yeah, so he was jerking off in front of women, and it came out, right? Mm-hmm. So... Just the stories alone got his, like, was it a movie or something like that pulled? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So a movie got pulled that I guess he was working on, and he went away for a little while, right? Mm-hmm. 
But like nothing the collective we did actually canceled this person. It was just the lady spoke out as they should have. Mm-hmm. And then whoever was working with him was like pulled back from the movie. It was like, yeah. I mean, I guess at the very, I guess I'm assuming so, at the very least, you just want some type of justice being done. I mean, to a certain degree, some justice oh, yeah. has been served. Hell, yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Uh, William Cosby has been locked up for what? Has it been a year oh, now? Bill Cosby himself. Is it? Is that? Has it been a year since he's been uh, in a pen? A whole year. In a clink? Uh, I don't know about that. Part. In a big house, the poke. That sounds right, but I don't. I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, I mean, is that a form of being canceled? Um, no, that's actual jail. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know he if it's canceled. I don't know if he got brought down by the 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 swift hammer of justice of Twitter, but but I mean, I, I don't know if he if he got brought down as a result of cancel culture. I think it was just he did something illegal and he went to jail for it. Gotcha. Yeah. See, that's what he get I'm trying to buy goddamn NBC. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he tried to buy NBC, and that's why. <laughs> Damn. Why don't niggas? Why won't niggas stop trying to buy NBC? Damn, man. Sheesh. Just, just go buy CW. It'll be fine. Yeah. Just go buy the CW. <laughs> was, was BET not up for sale at that point in time? Yeah. But um, I mean, I don't know, Mike. According to the according to the uh, the men's rights groups, the Me Too move is coming for everybody. Damn. Yeah, Mike. I hope they ain't coming for me. You hope they ain't coming for you? Are, are they going to be coming for you? Hey, that'll make this episode really awkward. Yeah. It's like the Me Too movement comes for us. Now we're, just, we're sitting here. It's like, whoopsie. Whoopsie. Wow. This, now this episode's weird. Mm. But, man, you just got to own up to your shit. And uh, stop, you gotta, men, y'all stop raping. <laughs> Why is that funny? It's uh, not funny, Mike. <laughs> just, just that simple. I think. I mean. Oh yeah, it's just that simple. Yeah, just that simple. Stop the raping, bro. And stop your bros from raping. Please. Stop. I mean, it's not yours, guys. She said no. And just because she was wearing that nice party dress, the dress might have been looking just right in the moonlight. Think, and I don't think people I that. Mean, it's, hey, man. That's that's some old shit that somebody convinced you. That convinced all of us that that was why people raped. Because men just, they were just so tempted because of the dress. It's like, you could have had on a church Sunday sundress. It would have made it. That uh, that very loose gown was looking just right and very unsinful, but yet tempting, and you just want to know what was underneath. That's just a way of skirting responsibility for men. Yeah, that's all it is. So, nah, fuck all that. It's because of what she had on type shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotta do better, fellas. That's it. No, I mean, hey, they'll, they'll be all right, though, but... Well, yeah. cancel culture. I don't know, man. People be on that bullshit. It's like every time somebody, every time somebody get so even not like on some Me Too stuff, but just every time somebody get called out over some old tweets or like some old shit they did, it's like, damn, I ain't allowed to grow. <laughs> like, like the assumption is that you have grown since the, since you said whatever shit you said or did whatever shit you did. Why, like, why should that be the assumption? 
why should it be why should the burden be on us to assume that you grew since then instead of the burden be on you to prove that you grew since then I mean I don't understand that part Kevin Hart did that shit yeah when he was uh I get I get Kevin Hart's comedian so don't don't even be on the other end it's like what are you fucking comedian he's I understand he's a comedian mm-hmm. but he's on Twitter right so I understand if your pro- your profession is a comedian, but if you're on Twitter telling jokes that ain't funny and really insensitive to my LGBTQIA folks, what? and then later on, instead of apologizing, you just be like, oh, "Well, I've grown since then." I'm like, "Uh, so what about that apology though?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm not apologizing no more. I've, I've grown since then. I'm, I'm not. I've already did it. I was like, but you did it. So, but I've grown. It's like, well, you can't do the Oscars till you apologize. Well, I just ain't gonna do the Oscars then. But I am gonna get on the, all these radio shows and apologize. <laughs> all right, and I ain't gonna do it no more. Just as one other time, I apologize. Now apologize for me for not doing the Oscars. Like, he literally just, like, shit on himself not doing all that. I don't know, man. That new Dave Chappelle special, which isn't new anymore at this point, but mm-hmm. that shit caused a lot of controversy. But that, you know, like, he was trying to be controversial and offensive. Mm. Okay, spill it, Mike. I, I, go ahead. Spill go it, ahead, Mike. Ahead, nah, no, speak no, your no, mind. No, speak your mind. You, I, don't, you don't talk about your opinion. What's going on in Mike's head right now? No, I, I'm just listening to What's going you? on under that sharp-ass <laughs> tape line, Mike? What's going on under all them waves? No, I, I, I'm, I'm listening for what you got to say about this one. Even though we, we, we've talked off, off and on about this, though, but... I, I, no, I want to hear what you got to say about it. I know what I think. The people, the people know what I think. I don't want to hear what Mike says. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate I, that. No, I... Nah, I I don't see it as him just being offensive for offensive sake. I mean, I, I we both know that he's a smart comedian, but on that same token, on excuse me, on that same token, I can, I'm seeing it from a more of like an ironic sense, not just being oh I'm just being blatant. I'm just gonna say whatever, whatever, just to get on your skin. No, I, I can I'm gonna say this, but you truly know how I feel about this. I'm not trying to be an asshole for being asshole's sake, so. I mean, I guess I can see that. I just haven't, I just can't think of many examples of, all right, so, so take this, right? Mm-hmm. I really feel like Dave Chappelle was doing that thing during his uh, stand-up, uh, which is called Sticks and Stones, right? Mm-hmm. Right, which is, which is another example of hopefully he was probably just trying to be offensive. But I felt like he was being purposely aloof in order to like make the joke, right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't think that's that's not that don't sound like Dave Chappelle style. Like just being, generally just being stupid in order to make the joke work, right? So one the one I the one I really didn't think was funny was the whole trans like transgender is just like being transracial. Mm-hmm. It's like this is ch- I feel Chinese on the inside. Like that's not that's not funny because it's like you expect Dave Chappelle. Not to be a more PC person or to be a more, like, left-leaning person or somebody that's more, that cares more about, like, trans rights or trans people or anything mm-hmm. like that. Nah. But you expect them to be a more, like, informed, like, type comedian. 
like somebody that knows things. So it's like it's just a it was a weird joke for him to make, right? Mm-hmm. I think the stand up all in all was funny. Like I liked it. Mm-hmm. But I just thought that that joke in particular was weird. And then there was one joke where the logic of it was fucked up, so it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. But a lot like okay, so you remember the joke where he was like uh, uh what was it? He was like uh you mean I can't say faggot on TV, but I can say nigga? Mm-hmm. It's like Yes, because Dave, you're not gay. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I'm not a nigger either. Mm-hmm. It's like the logic of that joke doesn't work because that's not what she was calling him. She was calling him black. Mm-hmm. It's like you can say nigger because you're black, but you can't say faggot because you're not gay. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, but I'm not a nigger either. It's like the analogy of that joke doesn't work. Black is to nigger, or nigger is to black as faggot is to gay. Mm-hmm. So it just doesn't work. So that's the same. that's the reason why I like I was like, ah, oh, that joke didn't fall. I, like, I wanted to I, I I saw the build up to it, but I just thought it was gonna end up differently and I was like, ah, oh, that's not funny. Yeah, because it's a weird joke. But other than that, everything else is cool on it. Gotcha. gotcha. I didn't I didn't get the outrage over it. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't outrage worthy. Gotcha. Yeah. But even still on on that token. Yeah. <sighs> It's another thing that that's been irking me as far as I guess outrage culture goes. Mm-hmm. It 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 feels such like a, a double. Everybody feels, wants something to be mad about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It feels like such like a double edged sword because there, yeah, there are things to be upset about. To you know, to be up in arms and protest, or not necessarily protest, to do something to yeah. affect some type of change. Like there are some real racial issues out there. There there's some there's other type of issues that that demand our attention. But little things out there, like you said, um, what was it the woke people that were coming out to review? Excuse me, that reviewed uh, Sticks and Stones, oh, and yeah. they gave, they gave it a such zero, like, zero rating. On fucking Rotten Tomatoes. But everybody else was like, "What the fuck I, y'all talking about? Whatever, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So which Get out of here? And uh, and I'm so thankful that I finally saw Joker because for the life of me, as I was sitting there watching it, by the end of it, I was like, okay. So which part in here was I supposed to get up and leave? Like, I there there yeah. wasn't a lot of uh, like a massive shooting going on. Joker wasn't going on a like a crazy thirty man killing spree. I mean, yeah. he did kill some people because it's the Joker. But on the same token, like none of it triggered me to want to go and be and bash this movie to hell like other folks were doing because it was like. Before I saw the movie, after I saw the movie, I was seeing reviews. Well, I was seeing different critics or just different whatever types of self-righteous social justice warriors were saying, yeah, let's stage a walkout for this movie. (laughs) Let's let's, let's stage a a walkout for this movie because I'm paraphrasing something. This one person said, it's like Joker was pretty much representing the poster boy for incels because he didn't get the girl in this instance and this, that, and the third. I'm like... Clearly, you absolutely missed the message of this movie entirely. Yeah, that might have happened, but that was a small speck of the grander scheme of what that movie was about. The whole movie was clearly, uh, if anything, should have helped further the conversation about mental health awareness in any shape, form, or fashion, and what may happen if you, uh, I guess... Uh, take away resources that may help people that may be afflicted or those people that may feel like they're being ignored or they can't, they're not being seen or they're, they're, their voices are not being heard in this shape, form, or fashion yeah. coupled with the idea of society at large where it's the, the haves and, oh, excuse me, the, the social, 
economical uh, point of it of the have and have not. Yeah, the have and have nots and there being no middle class and the folks that are at the bottom are pretty much getting shit on on a regular basis and you have these people out here that you wish that would have some type of... They're not necessarily asking for a handout. They're just asking for some type of compassion and you're not getting that and yeah some shit may eventually happen. It may just bubble over to something that you can't even control anymore. Yeah. So yeah, like how can you see that and not get that message from the movie? Now, more th- and I don't want to go down the whole geek rabbit hole of just not knowing who the Joker is and understand yeah. the lore about it, but no, nah, I say all that to say, kudos to the Ty Phillips and Walking uh-huh. Phoenix. Amazing movie, well executed the whole nine. But no, nah, just for the little things that I, I kept seeing about it, it's like... It, how are y'all missing the point of this movie? It just sounds just like you said. It sounds like y'all just want to be angry for angry's sake. That like who is that helping? Yeah. It's like it, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, um, all right. So, conspiracy theorists had on right. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it was manufactured outrage. Oh yeah. Okay. I think it was a form of viral marketing. Cause it was weird. Cause I felt like all this shit was coming out before the movie was out. Mm-hmm. Was it not? Like I said, uh, so <laughs> like, like people were mad that the movie was what the movie was about, like before the movie came out. And I yeah. was like, this is weird. And I was like, I could have sworn that movie comes out like Friday, and then people were already mad about what the movie was about. Exactly. Like, this is fucking weird. But yeah, I think um, I think that was manufactured outrage. I think it was an example of a uh, whatever marketing company the, the studio hired, or just them taking advantage of outrage culture. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, you, I feel like I've seen it before with different things, but I feel like this is an example of it. And then it just catches fire when people get, when you see a few influential people get mad about something, then mm-hmm. it just follows suit. And then real people actually get mad about it, but that's just you know exactly. groupthink group or whatever. But yeah, and, no, that was definitely bullshit. But I so it was a good. Was it a good? movie? It was an amazing movie. Was it canon? Uh, no. So it's and not canon to the. It's comic. not. It's, so it's not comic book. No, uh, no, Joker. No, it's no. just a Joker they fucking made up. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, let me not say that all the okay. way. Because it does, there are some... Hey, can you just tell us how the movie ended? <laughs> 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 no, there's, I mean, of course it's based in Gotham. It's, and there, I guess, this Joker's name goes by the name of Arthur Fleck. Now, even from all that, there's different theories one may take on as you watch it, because I'm, I'm trying not to give away the movie, because like I said, no, give it away. No, no, no. There's, there's different. You've seen it. You've there's different. Com- there's a lot of compelling ele- elements to it, though. Maybe but no. people get outraged about our podcast for ruining oh, Joker. We, we could, we could hire the same marketing team. Uh, and solicit, just ask for a couple pointers. I don't know, right. but, <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, uh, it is. Uh, it's based loosely on that, but it's, it's like. What was the what was Todd Phillips going for? Um, if you've seen Taxi Driver, um, The King of Comedy, and that you'll you said can, the Kings of Comedy. No, the King like of the Comedy. Kings of Comedy, yeah, like not, the not, one not, with <laughs> Steve Harvey. <laughs> no. It's the okay. I think I think it was Martin Scorsese. So it, I, where, I remember that was like okay. no, it was uh, Martin Scorsese where um, Robert De Niro was playing the uh, lead character in that one. Though. But actually, lead character in both movies. Though, but no, you can definitely tell the influences from there. And on on top of I think um, Killing Joke and was it the Ultimate Evil story, Batman storylines? You start seeing those influences there, and then just by saying that, like I said, just knowing that Joker lore, you kind of get where I'm coming from and why this movie was so amazing. But no, but like I said, besides all that, yeah, sometimes, and I know we've talked about this uh, maybe two episodes ago. Hey, 
before you get in your feelings and you hear something that not necessarily may be inflammatory, but you just may disagree with, just take a moment, assess it, see how that applies to you, try to empathize, try to understand where the message is or what Talk the per- who's ever saying what and understand where they're coming from and be like, hmm, I get it. Woosa, I'm calm now. I would like to talk about this. Not bash you about it, but I'm I'm all for debating. But I just I this would make healthy conversation, because yeah, if the conversation should be surrounding around mental health, hmm, this could possibly help somebody. I might not be blessing blocking somebody's blessing for a breakthrough. <gasps> My lord, but no, just be self righteous in your own way and just continue to bash, 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 and not listen to anyone who has a difference of opinion. Because, you know, that that gets us somewhere in life, right? Yeah, and it usually doesn't. Mm. My name's... All right, man. Like, you know, we went on this this long tangent. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We're going broke. The light's about to shut off. Oh, man, we shit. forgot to pay these damn bills. God damn it. Yeah. So, uh, so now, here's something completely different. <laughs> Today's episode of the Children of the Internet Podcast is brought to you by Expectations, the leading cause of disappointment. I expect nothing, and I'm still let down. Now, back to the show. All right, and we back. And we back, and we back. If we back, if we back, and we back. I love my wife. I love my wife. Shout out to Chance for dropping the album of the year. You think we talked it all out about, you know... Yeah, I think we got it all out of us. I mean, I, my heart and mind is clear. So, how about you? Yeah, I think my heart and mind is clear. All right, sir. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully we save somebody, man. Don't just yeah. I mean, yes, there are some things out there that that needs mentioning and needs some attention, but I mean, other things, eh, yeah, just mm, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, other than that, how are you, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Um, so I was thinking about something the other day. Right? What's up? So a lot of people mad like right now. So one of the things that's going on currently is like six time like trial, right? Mm-hmm. And I think at this point it's it's pretty much come to like an end, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember a lot of people being like pissed or like calling them out for snitching. Mm-hmm. And like I've looked it over what people are mad about, and I may be wrong. I may be wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm missing a lot, but that's not how this podcast works. We we miss a lot all the time, right? Absolutely. He seems to be snitching a bunch of shit we already knew. And people are just acting like we were just the only ones in the know for some reason. Like the like Cardi B is a blood. <laughs> like Jim Jones is a blood. Like, bro, that wasn't like some secret that only you and like they had with us. They, yeah. they ain't like been on the like the in the TV in the video like throwing up bees with red flags on their face. They leaned in and winked like just between me and you. <laughs> All right, buzzing. And then went back to these bloody shoes. Ah, yeah, yeah. Like, nah, bro. Like, that's something that is popular in pop culture. I'm pretty sure anybody could have found that out. Yeah. Yeah. Just by a simple Google search. Yeah. So I don't I don't think 6ix9ine did any level of snitching that you or I wouldn't have done mm. if we were put in the same situation. Because, you know. Real nigga, yeah. yeah. I yeah. rep those. Yeah. Why though? Cause I said so. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All day, every day. Yeah, man. How's your How's your mental health doing, man? Like, um, 
Pretty good, pretty good. Had a um, I'm thinking about it. Had a real interesting conversation with my mom not too long ago. A real Greek conversation. I don't get to have those oh, too man. often. Shout out to Greek of the Year, <laughs> Mike Mike's family. Greeks of the Year. No, it it it. it I'm trying to remember how do we even get on the topic. Um, I think she somehow we were talking about her. You know uh, any good podcast, brother. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, I think we were talking about. Um, all right, so she became a Golden Sorrow last year. Uh, my mother is a proud member, a proud life member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Okay. And um, we were going over, like, of course, when she crossed and the time that she actually graduated. And for whatever reason, it just finally dawned on me that I was like, hold up, you crossed 68 and you graduated in 69. I was like, and that was all your senior year. I was like, hold up. So, mom, did you get a chance to actually experience just the AK undergrad life? And she was like, nah, not necessarily. Okay. I was like, well, oh, well damn. And then, because it was just, and that, of course, led me to my next question. I was like, well, mom, like, I know you used to, like I said, I know you've, you know, been in AK for this long, but not once I ever heard you talk about, you know, your LSs and whatever. I mean, I'm hoping it wasn't like a bad relationship or anything. But then she finally just kind of made it clear where it was like, yeah, you know, due to circumstances, like once I graduated, she was just gone. So I started kind of relating that back to to my experience. And just for the, plainly to say, it's no Greek experience, just like the black experience, is monolithic. That, uh. And for her experience, words, brother. I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying. No, because from her experience, it's like I'm, I'm related that back to a few of my LBs that, of course, graduated as soon as we crossed. So, and they may not have, even though we love them, they may not have that same tight connection how me, the, the core group of my LBs that were sophomores and juniors at the time. And that, that really got me to reflect on my experience in the Greek life. And that, that I guess it will help continue to push the idea of keep building that same relationship that I have with my LBs. Because there was a moment there, I was like, damn. I was like, man, I hope my, my mom didn't have any fallout with her LSs and this, that, and the third. Because, hell, that's 50 years. And it's like, damn, I'm roughly 12 years, going 13 years in, in a frat. And it's like, I love my LBs. And, and we're, we, we do, we're, of course, we're doing more now to stay more so in touch or get together. Shout out to my, my 15 for having a just reunion over the summer where we all got together. He invited us to his home, all the all the wives, girlfriends, and whatever. And we had a dope time, a dope experience at the house. And, you know, we just caught up on a lot and the whole nine. So it's like, it's, it's little stuff like that, of course, you can't take for granted and you just have to make that. I mean, it's cliche to say, but you got to have to make that conscious effort to keep that relationship fresh with your 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 line siblings and so on and so forth. And I I want to say that my my older brother does the same with his uh, LBs and the such. So, but just like I said, just the Greek experiences between my mother, my older brother, and me is just so different. Yeah. So yeah, but still, like I said, dope conversation and like I said, just help put some things in perspective. Yeah, man. Shout out your mom, and Shout out to Mike for calling his mom paper. <laughs> oh, no, no, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Don't Woo. do that. So. <laughs> He's putting everything together like, wait, mom, you said you crossed 68, graduated 65. Trust me, mom, my, 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 <laughs> my Dukes is far from paper. She told me, she's like, yeah, you know, I got online at the top of 68. Wow. And thanks, I ain't finished. Thanks, I ain't finished. <laughs> and I ain't finished till like the end of goddamn sixty eight. And, and that's also taking those summers off. I'm like, God damn. Thanks to Kashi. Y'all was getting down back then. Thanks to Kashi. Oh, snitch. Oh, I mean, I thought y'all already knew about it though. Wink, wink. 
Your mom might get her letters snatched because of you. <laughs> I listen, sore. I listen to your son's radio show. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna play this at at their boule. Oh, that would be dope. Yeah. Oh, that would be so dope. Why are they taking your mom's snatching her letters off her chest? Let's make sure we uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> Man, trust no, my mom, she'd be like, shit, hell, you can have it. I don't give a damn. Yeah. My mom Dukes is a real one for that one. But either way, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so shout out to Mike for incriminating his mom. That's always good. Uh, yeah. Anywho, <laughs> we, uh. Come on, make that transition. Make the transition. Transition. <laughs> what? All right, well, we, uh. Man. Yeah, man, I, I, I'm not sure what, what to go with next, but my, my mental health has been, like, great. I'm about to start using mental health the same way, like, Charlemagne says mental health. That's about to be my thing. It's about to be just mental health, mental health, mental health, everything. Word. Yeah, so shout out to Charlemagne. Shout out to Charlemagne for listening. But, uh, yeah, man, um, so any uh, good, you know any good video games, bro? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, I do. Uh, no, nah, um. <laughs> My name's Steve. My name's Why do you keep playing that? Oh, shit. I'm not trying to play anything. I'm trying to. I was trying, I was trying to do something good. Yeah. Nah, but go ahead, man. All right. Don't let this distract you. This yeah. is a test. <laughs> Don't get distracted. Anyway, uh, um, I guess I should have brought this up. This would have been so fitting for the last episode. Finally started playing Blasphemous and uh, beat that. Um. Uh, it was the uh let's see who I forgot what the who was the publishers behind it. But either way, the game started off as a Kickstarter effort mm-hmm. and I guess uh from the early releases and game images, I guess it was a success and they got all the funding and then some that they needed and it really took off. But um set in I guess a uh, fictitious uh I guess uh, medieval time-ish, or I guess the Inquisition time, where it's a lot of heavy religious themes and, and whatnots. But um, I guess you have your own little uh, nameless character, um, and he's... I'm, honest to God, I'm still trying to figure out what was his whole journey about. But either way, um, of course, it has the uh, Metroidvania setup, um, beautifully done in a 16-bit... Um, Granted, I enjoyed the gameplay, but there was a lot of stuff that was kind of basic to a certain degree about it. Like, like for instance, the the uh, certain attacks uh, set up, it's, it was cool, but not necessarily anything amazing. Um, I think even for the boss battles, I mean, they, they were unique, but I was kind of expecting just a little bit more, something just a, a tad bit tougher. But like I said, all in all, it, it, was, it was cool. Um, oh. Or I forget. It's a very interesting looking game. Yeah, it's it's different. It's it's weird, creepy, but in a good way. So, I mean, for those who know about it or don't know about it, and you have a PS4, go try it out and see it for yourself. Um, even when they do the little cutscenes, it's like real brief. They may it's like a off and on type of thing. But either way, um, I finally played Doom for the first time in my life. Um, I, I'm like. For the first time ever, I've oh, only really you didn't play the old Doom. I've like never played a, a Doom. I've always just seen stuff about it, whether it be on like a, a best of first person shooters or best games of whatever the fuck. But I 
I was like, okay, cool. Let me see what all this hoopla is all about. And uh, I think after the 100th uh, glory kill, I was like, oh, okay. Um, but that's the way that game is meant to be played, though. That's it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not like an exploit you found. It's just, that's just the way it's supposed to be played. You're oh, supposed okay. to run through. I mean, because, like, I remember I seen you play the other day. And when you look at it, it's literally impossible to like, def like destroy a room full of demons if you're not doing glory kills. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was, so I you get them down to where they start glowing blue. What is blue, right? No, nah, that was like a yellowish, goldish yeah. color. When they start glowing that color, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah. Glory kill time. Yeah. And then even even from that, it was like, okay, go in another room. There's a nest full of uh, demons to kill. Okay, progress. Next room, same thing, same mm -hmm. thing. And I'm like, is this all that is to doom? Because this is starting to get kind of repetitive. Like, yeah, be on some badass shit and, you know, blow somebody's head off, stomp, uh, saw, or or just explode in any shape, form, or fashion, though. But I'm like, I, I have no clue what's going on with the story-wise. And I'm on stage five, and it's just been the same thing for the past hour. So I'm, I was hoping to see something different here, but... I mean, clearly, I keep getting a bigger gun and a bigger gun and a bigger gun. So yeah. it's like, okay, I, I guess this is all I should be looking forward to. So unless unless there's something else that I'm missing here. No, nah, I mean right. that's a, that's a pretty much the Doom formula, though. Okay. Like you're supposed to feel like this unstoppable, like almost like man machine a little bit, like yeah. almost bloodthirsty demon killing machine. Yeah. So you're supposed to almost feel like, yo, I can clear out this whole room by the spot glory killing everything. You know, using my guns as little as possible. Okay. Use my guns for what is necessary and then glory killing everything else. So, yeah, the game makes you feel like... But I can see how that can also get repetitive. Yeah, because it may... Also, too, there's like... Yeah. You're always running. Like, there, there's there's no moving slow yeah. in any shape, form, or fashion. It's just... You're just going full speed at everything. And I'm like, yo, man, just whoa, slow down. And then I think that got to be an issue because I guess maybe it's the version I have and they haven't impl uh, implemented any new updates. But it's like just moving forward... It feels like it drags, and then it'll go, and then it'll drag again. And, I mean, it'll get kind of straight around when it's combat time. But other than that, it's just like, okay, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I got from it. I played maybe, like, the first, like, 30 minutes to an hour, and I was like, all right, cool. I got what I'm looking for this. <laughs> and then I moved on. I think I played arcade mm -hmm. after that, but I was like, ah, I'm done. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike the game at all. It's just not my, my game. Yeah, yeah, it's like, okay, this is cool. Um, as far as anything else that I'm looking forward to, of course, uh, Modern Warfare, and I keep forgetting about it, uh, the new Star Wars, that's Fallen Order. I yeah, do. I'm not excited for that game. I, well, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's not Same like... I'm excited for, I wasn't excited for Anthem, and I was... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping it's not like, uh, what was the, the bullshit from, uh, that EA did? Uh, Anthem? See, no, not Anthem, for, uh, Star Wars. Battlefront? Battlefront. Bro, Battlefront is great. But what about all the controversy behind it? Yeah, so the controversy was behind the um the loot crates, which is basically gambling, but the game is fucking great. Oh. I play, play that shit every week. Oh, well. Hell yeah, we getting some big ass, um, we do, uh, yeah, man, that game is great. Oh, well, that game is great. I it's stand. very uh, reminiscent of Battlefield, kind of the way the uh, gameplay is, mm -hmm. but a lot more polished and the, the levels are a lot more beautiful. Like, it's just dope. Like, it's what is uh, 32 versus 32. Mm -hmm. So you're in this big 32 versus 32 uh, battle, and you'll see, like, 
one of the fucking heroes jump over the crowd with his lightsaber and just cut through everybody. You yeah. know, this shit is insane. Oh. But nah, this it's a great game. It's just stuff like that makes it suck. Just like the new two K twenty, where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a great game and it has some great features, like the create a sneaker feature. It was just dope. Mm-hmm. But then the fucking Russian roulette, the roulette table that they <laughs> force you to use in the game, like that is ass, you know? Gotcha. So yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, but no, other than that, that's 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 all I have. That's all I'm, what I'm looking forward to. That's good. What you got, sir? Uh, I've been I've been playing a lot of whose man's sky is this? <laughs> you know, the you know at first, so I bought that game maybe in like March, maybe. And I was like, I bought, I played it at first. And I was like, eh, it's okay, All right? Mm-hmm. I was, like, I just couldn't get it. So it was moved too slow. It was different than any other game I played up to that point. I was like, ah, uh, never mind. I'll play something else, right? Kept it on my hard drive. Then um, I talked a few of my homies into getting it. They got it. We played it together. It was like, all right, cool. But I still haven't progressed past like, you know, like most games. There's there's a point in which you progress past and which your the world opens up to you. Mm-hmm. So I never progressed to that point. Of course, you can leave your home planet at any point in time you want to. You don't have to stay there. Even like from the very moment you get the game, as soon as you can get your your ship up and running, get your um, like your launch thruster and all that stuff going. At that point, you can you can go wherever you want to. You can go to another planet, set up base there, and all that stuff. But I, I remained on my home planet, uh, which is like a frozen tundra planet. Um, very little shout out to Melby. Yeah, <laughs> very little sentinel activity and stuff like that. So it's dope. Um, but I was like, well, let me start doing some of these beginning quests so I can you know, at least start to build up my base a little bit better, have better materials, and then get my warp um, drive, my hyperdrive, so I can visit other solar systems as well. Mm-hmm. So I actually started doing that. I started playing with one of my Xbox Live homies, and he helped me out because he's he's one of those people that can find the exploit in any video game. So he exploited a bunch of shit, and, and like now I have like 200 million credits and, like, I'm all good to go as far as money goes in the game. But it's still, you have to get past those initial steps in order to, like, get the bigger quest so you can unlock your freighter and you can unlock your, you know, your ground vehicles and all that stuff. And you can build better bases and you can set up bases on other planets. But, nah, man, it, it is a really dope game, especially with the next update that just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, playing a lot of Apex Legends, the uh, Season 3 update, Meltdown, which is fucking dope. Um yeah, crypto is the new legend. Um, any anybody out there that has a PS4 or Xbox One and you haven't probably started playing or a PC and you haven't started playing Apex Legends yet, it's free. Go get it. It's worth it. Um, I can't praise it enough. It is a great game. It is set in the Titanfall universe, which in my opinion is one of the greatest first-person shooters of all time. Mm. Yeah. Um, outside of that, man, nothing, uh, nothing else too, too crazy. There was a game I started playing called Outer Wilds, but I feel like we talked about that mm-hmm. in a previous episode, so I'm not going to say too much about that. Uh, but yeah, man, that's, um, that's pretty much what I've been on. Of course, I always go back to the classics like Battlefield 4 and, um, even the new Battlefield 5. Yeah, so, what about, uh, you been listening to new music, Mike? Um, yeah. Music mic. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I saw what you did there. Um, I went back and picked up uh, the new uh, The Baby album. and um, Kirk? Yeah, Kirk. Yeah. Um, 
was it the sh- how many um, how many tracks are on the album? Was that like about fifteen, I think. Oh, I think so. Was it Suge fifteen times? <laughs> I would say it's Suge fifteen times, but. 13 tracks to be exact. Um, now, honestly, I've only given it one solid listen through, but I can't say that I was impressed. I yeah. mean, it's it's cool. I, I mean, clearly, you can tell that uh, for all the features he's been doing, he's been definitely getting his money and definitely been paying off. Because what you got Nicki on the track, Kevin Gates on the track, Chance on the track, uh, of course, Lil Baby, Migos, all of Migos, not just uh, Offset. So yeah, I mean, definitely he, he he's been reinvesting his money back into his, his craft. But for this one, I, I guess I was just expecting a little more. I mean, granted, he has his formula of as far as his flow goes and content. Granted, each song is pretty much still just the same thing outside of the intro. But I I mean, we'll, we'll see what what works though. But outside of that. I mean, like I said, it's it's cool for what it was. Um, Kevin Gates' album, the I Am Him. Um, I gave that a couple listen-throughs, though, but um, my thoughts on Kevin Gates, as far as his project goes, he definitely follows the, the Tupac method, where for a quarter of the album, I'm going to give you songs in some shape, form, or fashion about thugging, being real, and the whole nine. The other 75% is how either I'm going to fuck you or I'm going to fuck you with my wife and all the varying degrees that may go in between that. So, I mean, it works, I guess, but it's like, okay, it's the same thing that happened in Isla, but I know for the first one, he actually had some 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 bangers on there. So I know for this album, he sold me with Push It because it sounded like he was getting back in his bag after, you know, from his... Uh, I will. Some things that transpired, him getting out of jail the whole nine, though. But for this, it's like, oh, well, mm, mm, uh, okay, all right. But hey, do, do what you got to do because you got family feeding the whole nine. But um, other than that, what else did I get and check out? Um, I'm working my way through uh, IDK's album. Um, it's, it's cool so far. And I did finally pick up uh, Ari Lennox's album, and that fulfills my. One R&B album quota of the year. So, yeah. All right. Word. Sounds over to me. Shout out to the baby for listening. Yeah. You guys ran into the baby in Charlotte, didn't you? <laughs> they be ran into him like 20 different times through 20 different people. The baby just hangs out every day in Charlotte. <laughs> cool. Just randomly riding scooters. Yeah. Man, I'm going to definitely be honest with you. I am tired of shit. And uh, it's my birthday, and I'm actually ready to get out of here. So, all right, let's go and shut the stew down. Mike, uh, you got any quotes to close us up? Let me think, let me think, let me think, let me think. Straight shots to Quavo, blunts to the neck. Got a rat bitch that smoke blacks until the plastic melt. My legacy is shining like a diamond on a tiny bed. Climbing on you niggas, put the iron to your head. Instead, you niggas trying to get ahead. You're like a straight bullet, bullet. your niggas misled. I'm about my bread. You ain't duck and roll. Trying to stop that, get a bagel-sized hole. Wow. Wow. I, I like that a lot. Mm, felt good, felt good. Um, I don't know if I got any... I don't know if I had a quote ready, but I can uh, 
if I can find something real fast. Take your time. Take your time. If a man does not have the sauce, then he is lost. But that same man can also be lost in the sauce. Gucci man is left. Yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs> Leave us five star reviews. Please, please. Follow us on IG. Please. Children of the Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mike, where can they find you at? Um, at your mama house where she's cooking me grits and eggs. Wow. In the name of feminism. You can't find me. Wow. Thanks. All right. Well, we're signing out. See y'all in two weeks. Work. Right.